Do you need help with organization or do you want to mix organization with design? Or maybe you just need some easy tips to keep your life and space tidy. If this sounds like you, my guests today can help. They are organization experts, best known for co-founding The Home Edit. They mix conventional organization and interior design to make beautiful spaces. It should be as inherent, the systems, as like the silverware. Like everyone has a silverware divider, or most people do. Like you put the knives where the knives go, and then it's not, it's not, it's just inherent. Well, all the rest of the systems can be easily, you know, right. the same everyone way. Everyone in the family agrees. Everyone. Like no one unloads a dishwasher and is like, where's the spoon go? Like they're it's not like, putting the spoons with the glasses. You know? Or they're even the spoons where the knives go. It's like the silverware drawer is a perfect example for the rest of the house. From our conversation, you'll learn the best place to start when it comes to organizing your home, how to organize your closet, and the most awkward moments they've had while organizing a client space. This is Lauren Conrad asking for a friend. My guests today are organization experts and co-founders of The Home Edit, Clea Scherer and Joanna Teplin. A few years ago, I got in contact with Joanna and Clea because they ran a home organization company and I honestly needed a little bit of help. Organizing is not something that comes really naturally to me. I've always tried my best to be tidy, but honestly, I've just kind of been a little bit of a mess and I've tried lots of different methods and I usually become really frustrated and just kind of give up and shove everything into drawers and, you know, out of sight, out of mind. But when the girls came, they spent a few days at my house, literally took everything out of cabinets and drawers and helped me develop a system that I've been able to keep up with. And it's something that they've developed. They do – their organization is really beautiful. They label everything. They use either acrylic or really clean boxes. So everything's stored and it's – it's just very pleasing to the eye, and it's it's something I've been able to maintain, which I, I haven't been able to do that with anything else, so I love them a lot. They've really brought a positive change to my life, and they've now written a book, and they've come out with a show, and they've released a line at Container Store, so they've experienced so much success since I've met them, and I'm so happy for them, and I'm really excited for them to share some of their wisdom with us today. So now that you know a little more about Clea and Joanna, here is their professional resume. They founded the Home Edit with the goal of merging conventional organization with interior design. With clients all over the country, they offer both full service and virtual services throughout their website. They have been featured in People, House Beautiful, Architectural Digest, and on Goop, just to name a few. They both currently live with their families in Nashville, Tennessee. You'll hear from our guest in just a minute. But first, I'm going to tell you about our sponsor. Whatever scent you may be wearing, you have good taste and you know what you like. But your good taste might also be expensive taste, and that can lead to a shelf full of half-used bottles. Or maybe you've just been wearing the same two perfumes for years because going out and buying a new one is kind of a hassle. Scentbird is a luxury fragrance subscription service for perfumes and colognes. It's a great way for you to discover new perfumes and colognes without buying an entire bottle. They have more than 450 designer brands like Prada, Tom Ford, and Gucci for you to choose a perfume or cologne from each month. Just choose the scent you want to try and they'll send you a 30-day supply. Not sure what type of scent you're looking for? Scentbird lets you sort and find your new fragrance by brand, style, occasion, season, and more. 
Or you can take Scentbird's True Scent quiz to discover more personalized recommendations for your taste. And with an exclusive offer just for our listeners, you can get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 for your first fragrance. Go to scentbird.com LC and use my code LC for 50% off your first month. Again, that's scentbird.com slash LC for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just $7.50. Sign on and smell amazing. All right, let's get into the conversation with Clea and Joanna of The Home Edit. Guys, welcome. Thank, Thank you, you for so having much. us. Thank you so much. This is so fun. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. Well, we're so excited. We're very excited. Yeah. You guys are in town. I'm guessing you're in town for your launch, right? Yes. Our product launched at the Container Store Monday, um, which makes no sense. This is a podcast in like a timeless uh, format. Matter. So it launched this week. I'm also nodding, which is also not helpful in a, in a podcast. <laughs> I know. We're fired. Um, so our product launched this week and we had an in-store event at the Container Store and we kind of coupled it with a book signing and it was so super fun to nerd out with everyone. It's like our people, you know, the people who come not only with books in hand to get signed, but also to show up at the container store for a product demo. Like stackable plastic bins, like excite these people. It's like the Venn diagram of excitement and nerdiness combined. And it was like, it was kind of just like a perfect moment. I'm so excited for you guys. Oh, um, I was just saying that that I opened up my mailbox a couple days ago, and your little faces were in there. <laughs> you were on a mailer. Yes, we I'm were glad on a mailer. Little faces, because other places they're not little. They're and it's little. Scary. They, <laughs> we were little faces. Uh, people have been sending that. I haven't received yeah, my mailer. I haven't seen it either. If oh, I did, I would have brought it. I'm sorry. Uh, I literally will sleep with it on my pillow. So like when I do get it, I will be very excited. That would be really creepy. Well. It might. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it's not creepy. I'm just saying it might happen. You know, I just like it's it's so exciting. It's it like it's so exciting. We're not used to this, you know, being on a piece of mail. No, there's something really cool about being on a mailer because it's a little bit old school. And like, I feel like everybody's on the Internet. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like everyone has their demos and they're like, this is my exciting project I'm working on. But there's something cool about showing up in <laughs> someone's know. mail. Right. It's it, very old school. Yeah. And it feels it's like, again, I like to always think about the things that my mother thinks is good because like it it defi- it's more defining she like doesn't understand like being on the internet it's yeah. like monopoly you know it's like just all monopoly money being instagram famous well it is so I mean, like she's correct she is correct <laughs> yeah. so again like when she's impressed it's like Wow. You know, like <laughs> right. we made it on a piece of mail. It's kind of like the New York Times bestseller list. You know what I mean? Oh, it's yes. like it's like an old school thing. Laura that, knows a lot about the bestseller list. Oh, I know. <laughs> I DM'd her. I was like, this will go on my tombstone. You know, it like should. Yeah, oh it will. Oh, don't worry. Don't, don't, don't you worry. <laughs> I got like I got like cocky after that. They would like be like, you know, TV personality. I'm like, can you please include New York Times bestselling author in there? <laughs> oh, I am the same way. They we heard that we made the list the night of like one of our book tour events Aww. and we like came out to the crowd it was like a speaking event too and we came out to the crowd and I was like um <clears throat> I think that you left New York Times bestseller also, also <laughs> it was like three hours old I was like I'm sorry from now on it's a requirement also when they told us we were in the hotel and oh. I'm just gonna tell the story because mm-hmm. I have to so they like we truly were surprised because the category we were in is like a competitive category and like so we we really were not where we were prepared absolutely to not make it, even though the sales were going strong. And they told us, and Clea... Well, so let me jump in here, okay. literally. 
I started jumping up and down when they told us, I've had two children. <laughs> I peed my pants a little bit. Okay. Aww. She came out in a towel. No. So I like, ran to yeah. the bathroom, <laughs> but I didn't want to miss anything on the call. So I just came out in a towel. I was like, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't an insignificant amount of pee. No. Right. Like it was like, she, she came out it wasn't, it wasn't a tiny bit. Like I, I was so excited. I peed my pants and that is a literal thing. That's, I mean, I'm pregnant right now, so that's not shocking to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's just. It's real. That's yeah. real life. But she's not pregnant, but she's still Okay, peed. no, but she's yeah. had two children. Yeah, I had. get it. Two that's, children. If yeah. you have a surprise jump, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? I, I didn't yeah. anticipate a jump. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Jump. It was a surprise jump. And so as soon as I like hit air, I was like, oh, <laughs> so, and then I like scurried off to the bathroom and came out in a towel. And the funny thing is I like, don't care about, I like tell everyone I'm like, oh my God, no, literally I was so excited. I peed my pants and I mean that literally, like yeah. it, it's it not literal. a figure of speech. I mean, you should pee your pants if you make <laughs> New York Times bestseller list. It is a really big deal and something you guys should be really proud of. You're right. It is a really competitive category yeah. you're in. We were pretty sure we were not going to make it. Yeah, we're very prepared. Yeah. Very I, prepared, but also desperately wanted it. I'm not going to lie. No, I understand. I was the same way, but especially my first time. I remember when I found out, I just started crying. And I'm not really a crier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's just such like a... I don't know. It's just, it's such a big accomplishment and it's acknowledged by such a large group of people. Like right. it's not just like that niche group. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. It's real. Like yeah. it's a yes. tangible, it's tangible thing. It feels so much more tangible than so many other quote unquote accomplishments. It's, I think like, it's like the mailer. It's something you can scrapbook. Yeah. Like, it's something you can keep forever. It's, it just felt like a... It felt like not like a glitch or like a, you know, flash in the pan, like, oh, wow, you have like a big, you know, YouTube moment or like mm -hmm. something went viral. Or It's like, we know nothing no, it's about a, YouTube, by the way. I just listed it as like a, a thing that we don't like have. Zero, zero, no, anything <laughs> Whatever. about YouTube. All I mean is like, it's not just like a brand new digital situation yes. that like is like a, it's like the New York Times bestseller list yeah. is like an institution, yeah. you yes. know? Yes. And it was cool, just like a mailer. It was, it's cool to be a part of something that actually like, same with a book, actually. It yeah. lives. Yeah. You know what I mean? It lives. It mm -hmm. lives no matter so what. many things don't live anymore. Right. And yeah. so it was – it's very exciting. Well, I'm I'm so excited for you guys. And I love your book so much. I'm partial to page 133. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, <laughs> can you tell us a little bit of page 133, Lauren? Beautiful page. Oh. It's still the screensaver on my phone. Stop it. It is. Jamie, you can pull it out. You can show her. I want you guys to know that it actually still looks like this. Oh, I have no, I have doubt, no doubt, Lauren. No, but but like my – not all the things you guys oh, did do. I believe that too. I also <laughs> have no doubt. Oh, that, oh, that makes me so happy. It yeah. really is your screen. No, it really is. It's not a lot. Um, it really does still look like this, which is very exciting. I mean, every once in a while I have to tidy it, but um, I've I've really respected this just because they're glass doors. Right. of course. Uh, sorry, and because this is a podcast and you can't see what I'm holding. <laughs> um, in their book, they included one of the many things that they organized for me, which was my crafting closet. And it's um, two large cabinets with glass doors and just all white containers, beautifully labeled in gold, which was a nightmare. A labor of love. Was, I'm so sorry. It, it was my idea and it took forever. No, we learned a lot from that, actually. We actually... Like, never to do it again. No. We, we actually... We sell custom labels now... Oh, good. ...using... Cricket. Cricket. Oh, and we learned it on Our the team floor can you, of your house. Yes, we did. <laughs> on the floor. That makes me happy because, like, a couple hours in, I was like, this was a mistake. I feel really bad. No. It was, it was actually really an important lesson. Okay. Well, they've held up and they still look great. Um, I've had to... I think there was a couple additional categories I've had to 
add to like, like you've my, added like new books to your life you've probably no, like no done new like books, a million new, extra things along the very top we have like the magazine holders that list all the categories I do for mm-hmm. Kohl's and I have a few new categories so I've added right. a, a couple more there um and then I love that we did the acrylic bins that held like uh all Beautiful the yarn, yarn. and I it was know organized by color anyways I I still love that so much but it was a couple years ago that you came and helped me organize my life I know we need to come back because I, I have a feeling some of those categories might need to be updated I mean it wouldn't hurt I think that you I think I've respected the system pretty well which is saying a lot because I am not naturally an organized which person. is shocking to me actually Given I'm, just, I'm so glad you get that impression. No. I'm such a mess. <laughs> I, you're no, not. You're not a mess. You're and, not. But it's also surprising to me that you're not just inherently so organized. Mm-mm. You know, it's different muscles, though. Yeah. You know, yeah. You're, I feel like you're such a creative. And yeah, that's true. A lot of times, ultra creatives aren't <laughs> like so regimented. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's actually sometimes goes it's, against the grain. It's just never been a priority for me. Like well, you I, have a lot of priorities. I, yeah. I think that I've just, I'm okay with a little mess. And I think that. I always justified it this way. I'm messy, not dirty. Yes. Oh, oh and there was there's very no big excuse difference. for dirty. Yes. Sorry. Like, I, there's a lot of clothes. Like, yes. I don't lay out my outfits ahead of time. I'm not that type of person that plans ahead. Um, But I'll go through a couple outfits in the morning and, you know, they get stacked on the end of my sure. bed. Or that's why I can't have a chair in my room because you just the chair. Never, you know, mm-hmm. any that, flat surfaces. That chair, yeah. The, the chair. There was a bench at one point, it had to go. Yeah. yeah. But now no. it's just on the bed. Right. So I'm, I'm, yeah, disorganized at times. I don't leave food around. Right, because that's dirty. That's right, dirty. Right, right. I, I wipe off countertops. Like I, yeah, yeah. I think that in my head I was like, it's okay that I'm a little bit messy because I'm, I'm yeah. not. I, I never you're gross. Fast-paced. <laughs> you're never gross. No, you're never I, gross. Listen, we could we spent a week in your home. Yeah, nothing is gross. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> Zero it's, things were no. gross. I, again, being or, I mean, we tell people this all the time. Being organized is honestly, it's it's different, like you said, than yes. just like living in like a dirty mess. Is it's you know having things not organized is a whole different thing, and like yeah. that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. Like your stuff isn't everywhere. Your house is actually pretty immaculate. Yeah. So like it's it is <laughs> it is. It is. Well, we were you, there. You haven't been there for a minute. <laughs> Liam I, has so many things now. I'm like I know. Well, you know what? You're also this is a moment in time. Yeah. Too. No, I know. So the kids stuff will just make you insane for the first 12 months of each kid. Now you have another one on your way. So just, you know, but like each child, you have a good 12 months at least of like big plastic toys, things that beep and buzz and blink. It's awful. And it's a world. Joanna's just over here unwrapping her scarf. (laughs) If if anyone hears it on the microphone. I'm actually really surprised because I'm pretty toasty in here and you have like a full like windbreaker (laughs) and scarf. Oh, she sure does. I got really cold. I, I have a lot of temperature issues. Um, yeah, yeah, but just, I'm actually I'm warming up because I am drinking well, hot tea. And you have a sweater on under that? <laughs> oh, she has and about you have four layers. <laughs> two no, t-shirts. Just, she has oh, a yeah, t-shirt under her t-shirt. I, sweater. I did forget I had a sweater. You right. literally have four layers. Four on. layers and a scarf. I have a lot of temperature problems. Yeah, I know we have a lot of. You've issues. now stunned Lauren into speechlessness. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just like I'm. I'm in like a loose fitting sundress, and I'm like kind of toasty, like warm. Yeah, no, yeah. it's. No, I think it's. I think it's a lovely temperature in here. I think I'm so. Too. I mean, I'm, you're also in like a turtleneck, so I don't know that you're. <laughs> you're not really it's, one to it's talk. It's a crop. So. It's literally a windbreaker coat. Well, now I'm sweating. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, 
Are you comfortable now? Yeah, I'm very comfortable. Okay, <laughs> we can you. resume. Yeah. I honestly don't even remember what we were talking about. <laughs> Probably just that your home is immaculate. Oh, and it's not. And everything oh, needs we were to be about organized. Kids have a lot yes. of stuff. Kids have a lot um, of stuff. And guess what? When they get older, it's just different stuff. I know. You still have to deal with it. I mean, I know. we were just saying literally in the car ride over here, we were talking about the different... Joanna and I play this game like every week about the things we would change in our home. It's just like... <laughs> it's a constant it's, game. It's a constant. Um, we're like, you know, if only I could is like the beginning of every right. sentence. Um, and we just decided the kids' rooms, it's like, no, they don't They don't get nice things until they're older because it's just... <laughs> I've right. tried so many times, especially with my daughter who's eight. I've bought her the best bedding and furniture and everything. And there's still like arts and crafts and rainbow loom pieces everywhere. You know, it's like they just don't really start respecting their space until they're older. And I then get angry and stomp around and like putting things away. And it's like, I kind of realize like these issues are my issues. Like mm-hmm. probably not, you know, she's too young to have this. So it's like, if I'm going to be mad about it, I have to clean it up. I have to fix it. She has to be responsible for her room and like put her clothes in the hamper and, yeah. you know, make her bed. Reasonable things. Reasonable things. But like, I'm the one who's crazy about all the little Oh, I'm so glad Thanks. you finally just realized that. Oh, you think I just realized? <laughs> I don't I know. I'm insane. I don't necessarily always hear you just casually admit that. That I'm nuts? Yeah. Oh, I am. I know. That yeah. was a but really I- healthy way of, I mean, acknowledging yeah. that you have responsibility for your things, treat your things nicely, but also like you don't have to be, it doesn't, organization have doesn't have to be a passion of yours. No, like no, definitely not. We always say that if, if ever, anyone in our family, if they at least respect the systems we put in place roughly, you mm-hmm. know, like we know it's not going to be lined up perfectly. We know that the shoes might not be like positioned the way we want or whatever it is. But like, if you can just like make it to the right spot, you know, like put it kind of back where you found it. And I know it's my issue that I need to like straighten it and neaten it exactly the way I want it. And I feel like that's the balance that we have. I know they're not going to do that. You know, I just know they're not. Well, and it's not reasonable to expect It's not either. reasonable. Yeah. You have to like figure out what's reasonable for everyone. Right. What's your issue and what's someone else's issue and then draw the line there. That's actually an excellent segue into the, the questions that I have prepared because <laughs> I can sit and talk to you guys all day long. So one thing I really like about the system you guys have created is that it's not intimidating. You know, I don't, th- I don't think you guys try and pretend like everything needs to be perfect. And I think like even in your in your book, like on one of the pages, when you talk about your low bar lifestyle, I think that's a perfect <laughs> example because you're saying like your life can be a hot mess, but like your shoes are lined up. Yeah. Right. Do you know it's what I a mean? Balance. It's yeah. A balance. And and I think that that organization is an idea is is really it's a lot for people to take in because they're just like it's not small stuff. It's like a, a whole lifestyle. Right. Like, Anyways, so I think that this and, and you talk about in your book kind of like living with other people and if you if you set up a system that's easy to follow, that right. like yes. they can do the bare minimum of yes. just placing yes. things. Like if they have a very clear spot they go in, it's a lot easier for people right. Right. to stay organized that's with right. you. And we try and create systems, honestly, that aren't that complicated. You know, it's like general categories. You know, we're not trying to micro categorize everything and divide everything up into such specific categories that are difficult for anyone to follow. Like we want our family, our children to participate in like what we put together. Again, we also realize that there are certain things like I want all of the little snack, you know, chip bags to be lined up just so. No one else in my family is going to do that. That's something that I personally need. (laughs) So I have the conversation with myself all the time that it's like, this is not a reasonable expectation to think that anyone else will 
people do this. So I will go and line up everything. Not everyone's using like a ruler to, <laughs> you know, to, to measure up. Like it's, you know, it's it a should, crazy thing. We say like it should be as inherent the systems as like the silverware. Like everyone has a silverware divider or mm-hmm. most people do. Like you put the knives where the knives go and then it's not, it's not, it's just inherent. Well, all the rest of the systems can be easily, you know, right. the everyone same Everyone in the family agrees. Everyone. Like no one unloads a dishwasher and is like, where does the spoon go? Like they're it's not like, putting the spoons with the glasses. Yeah. You know, or even the spoons where the knives go. It's like the silverware drawer is a perfect example for the rest of the house. Cause like right. it's, it's simple. It's so reasonable. It doesn't have to be like super stacked and like neat like lines right. like within the silverware drawer as long as it goes in the right spot. Right. Just get it in. Get and, it in. And everyone agrees. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there isn't like there's no chaos with yeah. the silverware drawer. So if you really think about it, wherever you place a basket or a shoebox or whatever it is, it's not that hard to just put something back where it belongs, as mm-hmm. long as you know where it belongs. And it doesn't have to be stacked perfectly or, you know, like everything lined up perfectly. Even sometimes in my own closet as I'm like putting, you know, hanging up clothes and whatever. I used to have, um, well, I still do, like all of my tops, for instance, in color coordinated order. But I used to start with like the sleeveless version and then go through the long sleeve version mm-hmm. within each color. You know, am I guilty of sometimes slipping a t-shirt just like in the middle of it, you know, and not, I know, I know, I'm getting crazy, I'm getting crazy. But you know, it's like sometimes like I even have to let things go with myself, you know? So quick question just on that specifically, because I know exactly what you're talking about, but what do you do if like within your stripes or whatever? Oh, it's hard. I know. Don't get me started on a The stripes and prints, they throw me. I actually have tried to do the same system and I struggle with like, okay, let's say shades of blue. Mm -hmm. Do you go in order of like by color or sleeve? Because it is different. It's different. It's different. And I, again... All right, this is going to sound literally crazy. I'm just going to preface this, all right? If this is the thing that's going to sound no, crazy, there, okay. I, it's one of, all, all right? right? I'm yeah, not saying okay. this is the only, right. it's one of. All right. Sometimes you have to let the item like pick its own space. <laughs> Wait, you have to let the item like kind of guide you in like what it should speak look like. Speak to you, where it, it has should to live. speak to you about right. where it should live. It, should, it gets to determine okay, where so it lives. Okay, so for instance, right. I'm just going to give you a for instance since we're in shades of blue. Sometimes you're like, is this purple or is this blue? Like that kind of moment. And you kind of try it in both areas and I'll, the, the top will tell you where it belongs. <laughs> it's like a sorting hat, okay? Like you just like, it's a little bit of a closet Ouija I mean, board. Everyone, I know it's crazy. Lauren is silently <laughs> sitting here with wide eyes. I know emoji. it's crazy. I know yeah. it's crazy that no, you let us into your house. I but know. It's, <laughs> she's like now regretting it and slowly, like back away slowly. You just have to feel it out and yeah. see where it belongs. But here's the thing: there's no wrong answer and there's no right answer. Okay. So it's whatever you'll maintain. Whatever the item says to you. Whatever the item tells you it <laughs> wants to live, that's where it lives. Um, no, but it's it's. <laughs> I know, but it's true. But you, all right, so like within like my blue section, all right, (laughs) I tend to go like light to dark blue. Okay. Okay. And within the light, I try and do like sleeveless into short sleeve into long sleeve and within the dark sleeveless into short sleeve into long sleeve. But again, if that gets messed up a little bit, I'm just proud of myself that they're all in the blue section. Okay. That's good. I think reasonable goals. I think for like an average person, I think don't let the item speak to you. Just put blue generally But if blue. you have a plaid, yeah. ask, but if you're ask crazy, the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plaids are so hard. I've I honestly, I'm like, you need to go. Like I, if you have more than three colors, you have to go. Oh, Plaid's very in right now. I'm so sorry for your next I try few project. No, I try and have like a black, white, and gray plaid or like a bluish plaid. You know, I try and stick within their own color spectrums. <laughs> I'm just, I'm really excited that you guys found this job. I feel, what would we do for gainful employment? No, it's, it's such a nice outlet for you. 
<laughs> like it's clearly something that you love to do and you think about a lot and you turned it into your job and that's amazing. We'd be like pacing the malls. <laughs> yeah, we'd be mall walking. Yeah. Um, I think that it's like we use our powers for good, not evil, you know? Like I feel like it could have easily yeah. gone off the other end. Yeah. We'd be, you know, Voldemort or something. I'm really happy for you. <laughs> two, two Harry Potter references in one discussion. I don't even take them all. Yeah. Oh, Joanna's never read or seen Harry Potter. It's so. true. I could just make them all day and she wouldn't know. I, I, put, two, I put two in the book. You probably didn't even know what I was talking about. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. I focus on other things. <laughs> okay. So I think that we went room by room, but when you're when you're looking at a project, like what do you think is the best way to start for people that just feel like the project is so huge? Is it like one room at a time? Is it trying to do the whole house? I know you no. guys- Oh, no. all right. Great. Thank you. No. no. So one room at a time. No. Even Not a drawer. Even, yes. Start with a drawer or a cabinet. Something very attainable. And and, and something that you – because, okay, so the process of organizing is actually the same whether it's a huge space, a whole house, or one drawer. Okay. It all starts with, like, you take it out, you edit out items, you categorize your items, you contain your items, and you put them back. That's kind of like the soup to nuts of okay. organizing. So if you do one drawer – you can kind of figure out it's a your methodology. It's a the whole house. Yes, okay. and you can get your feet wet, and you can start the process and end the process and be like, oh, that felt good. I totally can do this. Look how great it – you know, you get motivated, and then you can start to tackle you bigger – You get your confidence. Yes, up. you can start to tackle bigger spaces. If you, if you start too big, you'll get overwhelmed and frustrated before you're done, yeah. and then everything falls apart. I think apart. that's why most people don't want to organize is because they start huge. They're like, I'm going to do the whole house. Yeah. And then after the first three hours, they're just like paralyzed in the corner, you know? Well, what your, yeah, what your house looks like in the middle of that project it's is insane. so scary. It's so scary. And it always you know. takes longer. I, I remember when she yeah. first came up and yeah, we were, you in were the like, you're like, oh, yeah, uh, is, are you guys going to be okay in here? Yeah, we're like, oh, I, yeah. I remember I was like, yeah, when Lauren first walked in, we were it's like mid-project and it was every single thing was on the floor. Yeah, but that's the way it has to be. And yeah. the problem is – And if it doesn't – if it isn't that way, then you're not doing it right. Right. Yeah. It has to all come out. And for us, it doesn't scare us. No. For a lot of people, that feels really overwhelming. That's why you need to start small so there's less stuff to come out. Yeah, I just think – I mean, I think – I hope that other people do this too because I've done this in the past is I'll start a project and then it's just like this huge mess and then mm -hmm. I run out of time. Yeah. And then you, and then you shove, shove it all every, back. Yep, right. You and then you're worse back. than where you started. Yeah. So I think that that's where a lot of people get stuck. So I actually, I, I reach out on social media before every episode and ask people what they want to know about. And what do you think people had the most questions about organizing? It's like a category in their home. Well, I'll tell you the most popular category is always a pantry, but- Really? What? Tell me what it is. Yeah. Do you think I no, I don't. Kids, I was really surprised by it. Uh, no, it's bills, mail, and paperwork. Oh. Really? Yeah. I'm that surprised was, by that too. Yeah. It was a lot of people asking about it. And and I, I told William, I was like, this was really surprising to me. And he was like, well, that's because I handle it for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's surprising to me too. too. Yeah. I'm like, what is that you, you speak of? You right. what, what's a bill and paperwork? Yeah. And so I was really surprised. By that, and again, like I, I don't, I don't deal with a lot, and um, I feel like, you know, when it comes to mail and stuff, I don't, I don't keep much of it. And bills, I think we just scan and then shred. I don't know anything about. So this we life. have just like, yeah, Clea doesn't okay. believe in paper, but isn't that was surprising, paper. right? That is Very surprising. surprising. But you know what? It's also so overwhelming and it's so voluminous. So it's like, yeah. once you have a lot of paper, it's scary. You're, like, scared. Are you going to find taxes from, like, 2004? Yes. Like, you know, you don't know what's going to come at you. So I think it is scary for people. It's and also it, – And mail is incoming every single day, And it's a pile. Too. 
right. piles are scary for people. They're yeah. in- extremely triggering for yours truly over here because <laughs> I do not appreciate a pile. Um, I come home from a work trip and my husband has stacked. He deals with the mail like he knows better than that. Like he would get fired from our household if there was a stack of mail for me. But there is a stack of like kids artwork and schoolwork. And I'm like, you couldn't have just saved the best piece? Like, what? I have to go through all of this? So you know there's apps for children's artwork, Yeah, right? sure. Archive. Okay. Yeah, yeah, archive. Okay. You guys, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, of course you guys know. <laughs> yes. Um, but I think that the piles are what is overwhelming for people because okay. I think that it all goes back to, honestly, all of us, even as children, or, or like in school. Like, a pile of papers, that's, that's work. That's a to-do mm-hmm. list. You know, that is homework that you have to deal with. And I think that... Unless you actually deal with it, it doesn't go away, and which I is think, the frustrating thing. I think the best way, because I actually do go through mail, okay. unlike this one. I here. know you're the <laughs> most qualified one <laughs> yeah. here. I will answer. Um, I mean, what I would do is walk in from the mailbox, bring in this, and sort. So I'd be like, okay, this is for Jeremy. This is for me. This is for something with the kids. And I have different I have different little mailboxes for everybody. At that same time, I start, sh- this is for Shred. This is like a magazine that I'm not going to read. This goes into recycle. Immediately, I sort it. Then it goes into the box, and then once a week I go through the box. I do that same thing, except that I, I make a pile for William, and it's like the it's, whole thing. Yeah, the yeah. whole thing. That, that, that's my thing. system. Yeah, and it's mostly for him. I, yeah, I just I recycle anything I know we don't need, exactly. or, or I like clip a coupon, and then. And but then immediately recycle. going through it, just when it comes in, and just doing a first pass is yeah. already you've already done half the work. Yeah, because it's like a daily routine. It takes literally 30 seconds. It does. And otherwise, so. it's this mental block. And I think you can't even look at it. You know, you just want to shiver every time you walk near a stack of things that you haven't gone through in, in a week. You know, I had like one of those really beautiful ceramic dishes on our entry table that said mail on uh-huh. it. And I would always have a stack of mail. I got rid of it. Yeah. Because I just I just kept stacking yeah. it. Yeah. And so you kept it, like, feeding it. I didn't have anywhere to put it. So right. it was almost like taking – by taking away – a place, I, I had to deal with it. Right. It's like taking away the chair in your bedroom. Right. This is kind of a nosy question. And I was, I can, I kept thinking this when you guys were going through all of our stuff is you guys do this for a living. How often do you, and you don't have to give any specifics, no names or anything, but how often do you come across a situation where you like discover something while organizing and mm. it gets real weird? Uh, almost always. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're like in deep, yeah, you know what I, I mean? Know. And yeah. sometimes it's not the obvious things. It's like fingernail clippings, like no. a stack of, like not a someone, stack of them. Some, but. Our team actually just found a whole case, which let's talk about that, of adult teeth. <laughs> adult teeth. We're like, uh, excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> and but here's, here's the weirdest part. Did you alert the authorities? Well, right. I'm like, I mean, I just saw, shi- uh, what is it? Um, sharp objects. I'm like, this, this came from somewhere. <laughs> this, that feels like, those feel like trophies. So. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, is there a wrench nearby? So here's, here's my thing. The weirdest part is actually not finding it. That's right. That sucks. Because it's Don't just get the two wrong. of us. We're like, oh, cool. Don't get me wrong. It sucks to find adult teeth. <laughs> Wait. Okay. No. Hold on. Hold on. But- the weird part, the weird part, <laughs> if it could get weirder, <laughs> is that you have to decide. You're at a crossroads, okay? You have to decide, number one, do I completely <laughs> ignore this bizarre case of adult teeth and run the risk of the client being like, why didn't they organize those teeth, all right? Or part two, do I go to the client and say, what's up with this case of adult teeth? <laughs> like, so how do you casually throw Do you in? either right. organize it? And then have to discuss it. Or, or lazy. do you, you left it on the shelf. totally leave it out? And then they're like, I, I specifically requested <laughs> you to organize those adult teeth. I left them in for you. I think you I think you label them and you move on. Right. Yeah. It's, it's very label. It's yeah. very hard. We'll label. We have also Dental. 
Dental, right. Just put it in dental. dental. Right. Yeah, it's a dental exactly. Category. It's the dental category. <laughs> but it's also, I mean, that applies to, I'm sure you can imagine all the things, but like yeah. there's, you know, like it's always. The funniest one. Well, well we won't was this the, the cutters? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're always, it's way too, like we're already handling it when we figure out what it is. You know yeah. what I mean? It's and always so too late. We thought we were just organizing beard trimmers and then someone actually had already helpfully labeled it <laughs> private parts. <laughs> and we were like, literally like wrestling with them trying to fit it into the drawer organizer trying to wipe it all down make sure it (laughs) was always too late when you realize what it is it's always too late there are also times where i've thought something was like a clarisonic face tool and it wasn't you know it It was was something else it was a sexy tool it was a sexy tool like there are things like that where you're and you're it's always see those those things wouldn't bother me because i feel like those are pretty typical to own it's the teeth yeah oh it's the teeth well the teeth you're like what house am i in there's nobody gonna say you might find a lot of adult teeth like it's just not gonna come up but the other stuff like like sexy tools like it's not that i'm like i i don't mind organizing them i just wish i had like used a paper towel you know what i mean like it's like the thing the thing that also feels like something maybe they like set aside and organize later they know that goes in a side drawer. They know where that goes. It's amazing no, how many care. people do not. Care. No one has pre-organized. Right. Well, maybe they have. We just don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, well, I guess we would. I know also those. sort of respect that they labeled their their trimmer. with the label maker. Yeah, yeah, but like the, now you know they don't use it for their face. Yeah, oh, right. I, so that's I just sure responsible. Do. <laughs> <laughs> sure do know. Okay, and then my last question is: I just I wanted to see. So you guys obviously have written a book, but you went on a book tour. Yes, we and did. I have done many book tours. I, we should have asked you for I advice. I know. I'm just like, why are we now just ha- asking you about this now? Oh, yeah. this is the advice I would have given you is just Please. at when you first get to your location, whether it be a bookstore or the container store, wherever you're signing at, I would always ask um, some of the staff where their favorite restaurant was. Oh, and I would that's try. Smart. I would try a local restaurant just because I figured yeah. while I was there, that's I would always so have smart. to check to make sure the kitchen would be open because oftentimes of we would run late. That, and then I would always end my night with a dirty martini, and it, it, I got through it. Yeah, I mean, sh- champagne for me. Yeah, you're a champagne girl. Yeah, what, gummy bears. Yeah. Gummy bears. <laughs> champagne and gummy bears. Yeah, mine sound really weird compared to champagne. I know. No, that's. I mean. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. You know, you got to curl up with a Swedish fish every now and then. <laughs> so, yeah, what was the most surprising thing about going on a book tour? Like, what were that you not? Anyone came. Yeah, like, we were really? like, we wanted to like hand out $5 bills for like, why are you here? Right. Like, we were like, it's so Saturday night. Yeah. Like, don't you have something better to do? Like, don't, it, surely something's on TV. Like, we couldn't believe how many in every city, how many hundreds of people waited in line, I got know, there it's early. It's still mind boggling. It's again, it kind of goes back to the mailer or the New York Times list. Like, you know, you you have this weird world on Instagram mm-hmm. where you're like, sure, people follow us. And yes, they're very engaged, but it's so easy to be engaged online. I wouldn't stand in line for anyone. You know, I don't go to those things. And I can't imagine anyone else does either. So it's like this shock. Every time Joanna and I would be like, no one's going to come. Right. Every, no day, gonna every come. day we'd be like, well, today's no one's going to no come. No one's going to come today. Yeah. And they, ooh, are you getting cold, Lauren? No, I mean, I'm just she's just she's just getting comfortable. All right. She has or she has that's a right fair. to put on a thin denim jacket. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a coat. Um, but it was it was so shocking. I mean, truly to the point of like we like would well up like many times. Yeah, it was we just, just couldn't believe it. I it just was couldn't believe so it. So unbelievable. People also what was not just shocking, but so touching. People would come with their small children who and the kids were the fans. Oh, they I would know. they would be hold, they had handmade signs. It That's was really so sweet. sweet. I think New York was one of the craziest things too, because like New York City, nobody cares about anything. You know, no one wants a photo with you. No, New York does tend to be a, they, the biggest. They cared. A lot of people visiting. Yes, they cared, and it, the first 
first it was our first book it was the first signing yeah and the line wrapped around a new york city block and it was like this is i'm getting chills right now i know i am too i totally am it was wild no feeling like it when people physically show up for you physically showing up the barrier to entry to physically show up is insane insane. they invest their time and they stand in line and they also like they buy your book it's yeah there's nothing really like a book tour it's really special it's exhausting but it's it's like when you get there you get this this burst of energy yeah. and it stays with you until yes, the last person yeah. and then you're just ready to crash but then yeah. you you do it all over again totally. the next day. Totally. It's so exhilarating and people, tiring but people it's like people keep coming up and they were like are you must be so sick of smiling you must be so sick of signing and I was like no I was like I'll be exhausted later yeah. but like right now you have like uh, maybe even like 15 seconds with each person yeah. and like I want you to leave here with the with as much as I can give you in 15 seconds. I want to smile ear to ear. I want to take a photo. I want to ask you about your dog. If you're a second <laughs> child, like I just like want to know. I yeah. know. I mean, these people are really showing up. And it's I know. Just crazy. And it's crazy. And I, again, like we have 15 seconds with each of them. I want to like give them each five bucks. I'm like, thank you so much. Like I, <laughs> I so appreciate you even making the effort. Again, yeah, I think about who huge. would I make the effort for truly, unless I personally knew them. Would yeah. I go to your book signing? Yes. Would Thanks. I go to probably anyone else's. I just went to Michelle Obama's, but it's like, well, it was an event. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes, I would go to Michelle Obama's. Say, yeah. <laughs> it's also Michelle Obama, so. Yeah, exactly. But again, yeah. that's the bar, you know? Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's unexplainable. But I, I'm so happy that you guys got to experience that and that you've had so much success. Thank you. Thank you. You'll hear more from our guest in just a minute. But first, I'm going to tell you about our sponsor. What's that one dish from your favorite restaurant that you've never been able to recreate at home? Well, what if someone just brought it to your door? DoorDash connects you with all of your favorite restaurants in your city. Ordering is easy. Just use the DoorDash app and choose what you want to eat, and your dasher will bring it right to you, wherever you are. And you never have to worry about having enough options, because DoorDash has over 310,000 amazing restaurants to choose from. And they connect you with door-to-door delivery in over 3,300 cities and all 50 states across the U.S. and Canada. Order from your local go-tos or choose from your favorite chains. Don't worry about dinner. Let dinner come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code FORAFRIEND. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app from the App Store and enter the promo code for a friend. Again, that's promo code for a friend for $5 off your first order from DoorDash. So now that you know a little bit more about Clea and Joanna, we're going to take some questions from you. You'll learn whether you can ever really organize your sock drawer, how to maximize your storage, and how to get over the guilt of throwing things away. So Laura said, socks are always unorganized. (laughs) What do Uh, you do with socks? So wait. That's true. And I will also say right before we went on the Rachel Ray show, like a couple of times ago or something, we've been on now a few times. Rachel looked at us right before we went on. She said, look, girls, I don't care how organized you are. Your underwear is never going to look good. Right. And I was like, yes. And she's like, "Okay, we can start the show. (laughs) You know, she wanted the validation that like it's just there are some battles, you know, you're not going to die on that hill. And your socks and your underwear. Don't get hung up on them. They're not worth it. They're not worth it. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, make sure they're in the right spot. 
that's all. Again, I do that with my own stuff. I'm like, I'm not perfectly file folding my underwear. They go in the underwear bin and that's good enough for me. And if it's good enough for me, I forget who's, what her name was, but it's good enough for her too. Laura, Laura, good, good for you. Just make sure your socks are in the right spot. And if you're missing one, throw them out. Exactly. Like you're not going to wear one sock. No. And you're never going to find the other one. And you will not find the other one. It's true. It's real sad. I know. It's a real mystery. It's truly. Yeah, it's totally it's, a mystery. But it's a mystery that like no one's ever going to solve. So just like, you know, it's a cold case file. Right. <laughs> Britt says apartment condo living where there's no storage. Mm-hmm. Literally barely any. Organizing small spaces. Like what do you do Love when there's no. Space. Okay. So. Oh. You, oh, oh, we, oh, we know. Yeah, We're off it. to the races. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know okay, what you're going to so say. So many things. Zones, carts, stacking on the floor up and over boxes, the door over the door i mean it's so, endless but here's the thing over the door oh over the, oh, oh, lauren. oh lauren that feels dangerous no, no your whole life is ahead of you so there are pages in the book it's a this is no plug intended but it's, no, no, it's part of the container store system called alpha oh my god and it's they have an over the door unit it's modular and it has these really great um bins that you can like basically it's like um, lock on pegs basically going all the way down the door spine and so you can like lock oh, on you different mean things. onto the back of the door yeah I was hearing like above the door, oh, like whoa, whoa, in sorry. an old cartoon where they would put the pail attached <laughs> to the string, like Elmer Fudd yeah. style. Yeah, like, no. And I was like, that feels dangerous. Like if you slam the door, <laughs> oh, it's coming right. down. Like Tom and Jerry are like getting hit on the head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, we are not doing like organizing pranks. It is okay. truly, it is an, it's an over the door unit that attaches yes. to the door. Yes, and William invested one of those for his shoes. Okay, it is it's, that now lives a in game changer. <laughs> right, it really is. No, it's a game changer. No, I know. No, you're right. So it's amazing. I mean, for literally every iteration, it's actually incredible for kids stuff. I have it in my personal office. You made fun of me that I put it uh, like. I okay, have- no, the reason why I made fun of Joanna because she put it on the on every door in her house. Not every. Is but. because the interior of like that closet is now kind of bare because it's all on the over. <laughs> like she like wanted them so I badly. Love them. I love she them. loves them. Yeah. She, Joanna like loves a compartment. I do. So like her Anything closet small. is like not being well utilized because it's all in the over the door. Also, though, I'm short and I need the as low many low things. Yes, you know. I'm just hearing that you have an excuse to shop. So. <laughs> yes, there you go. It, but mm. it's it, there are actually endless tricks. If you're living in a small space, the best thing is to identify the opportunities. So look for the negative space. Maybe it's on the floor of your closet. Maybe it's an upper shelf in a closet. Is your door, can it, can it, like some doors, if, if you have like a sliding closet door, it can't accommodate an over the door holder. Mm-hmm. But like look for the spaces that can accommodate those things. Get a freestanding like three tier cart. You can get a cute acrylic cart. I have an acrylic cart in my guest bathroom and I put paper, uh, toilet paper and bath towels on it. Like look for opportunities and negative space. Negative space. Is there a wall that you can put a unit on? Like your like your closet, uh, like your office, I mean, the crafting yeah. closet. You know, well, look for those spaces. One thing that you guys did that I've never thought to do before, and I believe you actually put one in the container store line, is the um, Lazy Susan. Oh, oh, the Lazy Susan. That's so great for like the under the sink and stuff that you don't have an, a drawer to pull out. So incredible. Wait, and our new one, did you see the new one? Yeah. So the new divided turntable that we have, Okay. we improved on the classic as, I mean, it could barely be improved because it's so amazing but we have all of our dividers are removable because, <gasps> because sometimes, sometimes you have like no maybe, i have this problem with my tea yes, yes. and what, what did you call it a tea caddy oh, oh a tea, tea caddy yeah probably i'm just guessing yeah. i'm spitballing here but <laughs> you guys were, i was like what do i do with tea and oh. I, I remember joanna's face just being like tea caddy 
trust me. You need it. I was like, I don't know what that means. She's like, just trust me. You will. You're going to But love the it. thing about yeah. dividers is like, let's just say it's, you know, holding vitamins and supplements. If you have like a giant thing of vitamins, it could take up an entire section if the dividers don't remove. So if you have the ability to divide or not divide, you can fit so much more. So sometimes the dividers kind of like hurt your organizing efforts and sometimes they really help. So we wanted the flexibility. I I think that was a really nice addition. Wait, we also... Wait, there's more. more. Um, The the divided turntable also has a little organizer inside of it, a little cup. A wedge. So you – a little wedge that you can remove. So like what I do – like Is that in the center you mean? No, it's in one of the compartments. Okay. In one of the dividers. You can use it or not use it, but like you could use it for like if you have like your – daily FaceTime like serums, moisturizer, or whatever, you can just take that out and put it on the counter. Or and if then it's put kids it- crafts, like if Liam's coloring, you can just put crayons in that and just take that one thing out instead of having to take the whole divider off, like right. the whole turntable. Or, you know, your daily medicine that you take every day. You, can, you know, you don't have to take the whole turntable yeah. in and out. You can just take the little cup. I love this. I know. <laughs> it's really – we're going to so- come and put it all yeah. over your house. Yeah, when can we come? Yeah. Okay, please, any day. <laughs> oh, we, we will. I, I know – the spaces that need touch-ups. <laughs> I, can, I can already... But you know, You're also, probably correct. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I have a feeling. I'm actually about to redo a playroom, too. We, like, decided on a designated oh, playroom to just put all of Liam's stuff Plastic in. Plastic toys. Yeah. Well, the pl- the really big ones go in the garage now. Yeah, yes. that's and fair. Then, yeah, I think that's where they Because the room we picked is very visible. So I, I, I... Yeah, I have a difficult time letting go of stuff because I don't like waste. Mm-hmm. I don't ever mind donating. Yeah. If I feel like, oh, someone else will get used totally. to this, it's great. But... When you meet with someone and you're going through all their things and you're trying to talk to them about what they should keep and what they should throw away, how do you deal with people who don't want to get rid of stuff? You know, there's a little bit of psychology, I think, involved when we're working with a client. And we kind of like to walk through, there are basically like four main buckets, so to speak, of like when we're going through stuff. Do you love it and use it? Great. Like, let's have it be right here. Do you need it and need access to it? Great. So you need, you know, things that you're actually, you might not love it, like bills, but like you need access to it. Do you need to save it for something like taxes? That's great, but let's store it away. You don't need to like take up your real estate. And if it's something that's sentimental and special to you, we'll also figure out a way to store it in an appropriate way, like that is not in your immediate real estate. But if it doesn't fit into those buckets, and those are four pretty generous buckets in terms of like, is it important? Do you love it? Do you use it? You know, eat I mean, it? like, wait, yeah. right. Do you eat it? Like, yeah, we are, right. we are trying. Yeah, we're you know what I mean? Like, here. We're, we're trying to give as much leeway as possible. If something really doesn't fit into those buckets, especially if it's like clothing and you're like, well, I kind of like it, but I haven't used it and like, or maybe I've never worn it or I haven't worn it in a year. I'm like, you're not going to. Yeah. So let's figure out, again, now that we've moved it into the not keep section, into the you know, get rid of section, you can either donate it, give it to a friend. You can- Friend is a slippery slope. Why? Well, I just don't want it to sit there in the side of your house that you're going to give it no, to them. No, you need to take action and right it away. somehow creeps its way. I've seen no, it but, before. But you, we've seen this movie before, yeah. but here's the thing. When you decide to get rid of something- it goes into the trunk You the need car. the bags there, all right? Like yeah. if you have a donate bag, you put it in that bag and it goes into your trunk and you better- That day. Do it- like that day. Well, it's smart too because especially if it's like a trash bag, you're not looking at it yeah, and thinking right. like, oh, well, maybe yeah. I might. You no. have to remove it you from your space quick decision. Yeah, immediately. Right. And I guarantee you, when once you remove it, you will never think about it again. Yeah. It's, it's gone. So, you know, again, things that you trash are truly things that you wouldn't even want to give someone. You know what I mean? Something mm-hmm. that is like so unusable, it would be rude. To give it to them. Right. It feels like a chore like, that you're giving to them. Like one sock. Like you're, you know? Like, yeah. No, like, yes. like at that point, <laughs> it's not helping anyone. I don't think people, well, most, I think 
most people don't have as much difficulty with those things. It's like the the really expensive jacket that you never sell wore. It. Yeah, sell or it. donate yeah, it. I do. I yeah. Right. right. So right. again, you donate it, you sell it, give it to a friend, you know, some someone yeah. that you love, or you just purge it. Like those and if when if I, somebody and we, can't use it. And we when we say purge, if it's possible to recycle, that's great too. You yeah. know, recycle it. But again, like you really have to be like people you you're not gonna donate like a bent paper clip, you know, like just let's throw this out <laughs> yeah, at a yeah, certain right. point, you know, but right. we've seen people who literally will take those out of a trash pile and be like, let's put it in arts and crafts. My daughter might make something out of this. And we're like, you know what, sister, like, let's, <laughs> I, I will buy her a new paper clip. <laughs> it's like a tetanus shot. Right. Like, yeah. let's move this on. So I think that you have to like, think about your space, no matter if it's a huge house or a small apartment, all the stuff you keep, all the stuff you decide to get rid of, you have to respect the space you have. So we always say your your home should never be more than 80% full because your things are always going to be coming in and out. So it's kind of like eating. Like you don't want to be 100% maxed out to the point where you feel sick and you don't want your home to feel that way either. Like an 80% is kind of a nice comfort level that allows you to not feel bad if your kids have a birthday party with a bunch of new presents or you go shopping or whatever it may be. But once you get to 100%, you're in like a one-in, one-out rule and that doesn't feel good for anyone. So it's kind of just nice to like the more you cycle through your things, not only are you really keeping the things you love, need, are special to you or that you just must keep, but you're also like allowing for new things to come into your life. Right. I would say that too. Like be cognizant about what you're bringing in and it makes it so much easier because like when I buy something, I'm like, where's this going to go? Like, am I going to be excited to look at this? Am I really going to be excited to wear this? Like I, I think really strategically when I buy something, cause I want to, I want to imagine it in my house and how do I feel putting this away every day? Right. Like I have a shoe problem. It's real. And I, right now, I will admit this, I have five pairs of shoes on the floor of my closet that do not have shoe bins associated with them. I know. I know. And Call so- Calling the authorities, clear. And so my, but I am at a one in, one out rule because I am yeah. maxed out. Now, I could do a whole other layer of shoe boxes on top of the do shoe- Do the bo- thing on the back of your door. I could, but again, I feel like am I <laughs> am I creating a slippery slope for myself? Yes, she has one big slippery slope, and I want to be responsible. So right now, I'm not because <laughs> I have them on the floor. I'm like waiting. I'm like trying to decide like which five are getting cut. You know, I don't know, but I don't want to like max out. So I don't want to do the extra layer of shoe boxes or the over the door thing because I'm like, no, I have a big enough closet. I shouldn't be in this problem. I should be purging some of the things I there so are you're pe- in a waiting zone really yeah there I'm are a give bunch you a of shoes because, thank you I yeah, appreciate that I actually thank am thank you because you're you're strategically figuring out what's gonna w- go will you come over and help me get rid of things? yeah okay. I will yeah. always yeah I need to get rid of five pairs of shoes I know I'm a really good friend okay <laughs> 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 all I can think is the thought bubble over Lauren's head like no, they spent uh, a week in my home my no, baby no, no. was around them <laughs> Honestly, I was thinking it's it's so great that you guys love each other so much and you spend so much time together. Oh I think God. that's hard to find. Oh, it's I know you we guys spend an inordinate I amount know, of time together. I know. I, I'm just really glad you guys found each other. Because <laughs> dude, there's no one else out there that We'd would be mall walking us. alone. Yeah. No, it's it's hard to work with someone that's a really good friend of yours and travel and do all these things. So I'm, I'm just well. Glad as you Joanna guys likes to say, each other so we were much. never friends. She <laughs> oh, likes to tell helpful. people that. And right? I'm like, I'm like, I'm right here. But she, it's because we weren't friends before we went into business. And now, yeah. and then we kind of like skipped the friendship part. And right. now we're just like. You're in love. Well, no, we're just family. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would definitely not say we're in love. <laughs> wow. I, Again, I'm right here. I but, meant, yeah. like you love. Oh, we yeah. do. I, I meant family. Yeah. We no, do. No, no, but I you know, we're, we're like, 
you know, my daughter, because she's eight, I'm sure your kids do this too. They're play, they always play this game, like, who's your best friend, you know? And I'll like start listing people. I'm like, well, you know, like all my friends at this point are, and they'll be like, what about Joanna? I'm like, Joanna's like more than a friend. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. She's just like family. She's no, like I know Aunt exactly. Joanna, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Okay, so the last thing I just want to really quickly talk about is that you guys have a new show, and I would like to hear about it. <laughs> um, well, we start filming probably in the fall. Okay. Um, we're kind of um, finishing up contract stuff now, so we can't say exactly what it is, but okay. it's going to be – it's not going to be a sequel. It's going to be a whole new thing. Because you that. guys have already done a show. We did a show um, called Master the Mess, and it was exclusive to DirecTV, which, um, you know, if you don't have DirecTV, you couldn't really watch it. Um, so it's actually on YouTube. All the episodes just got put on YouTube a couple months ago. So you can watch it on YouTube. Um, but it was a short form show. Um, I think it was like 15 minute episodes. With Hello Sunshine, Reese Witherspoon. Yes, company. it was with um, the Hello Sunshine Network on DirecTV. So with um, Reese Witherspoon's network. And this next show will be part of them too. It will be produced by them. That's yes. great. So we're still working with them. We love them. Love them. They and are so incredibly they're incredible. It, yeah, I don't have enough words to even describe them. And the whole team. It's going to be very exciting. That's all I'm going to say. That's all you've got? That's all we got. It's going to be, be organizing and it'll be you guys. Right? It'll be organizing, it'll be us, it'll be a lot of Okay. That's all other we need to know. things. <laughs> it'll be much longer than the show was before. It's going to be very exciting. And and we will have an announcement on that soon. Okay, you'll I, right. you'll be literally our first text. How about okay. that? Yes, yes, yes please. Yes, yes. you'll very be the first excited. text. Well, thank you guys so much for taking the time. I know you're insanely busy right now, so I yeah, really appreciate it. This we're just so happy to be here. Fun. Yeah, so <laughs> we're fun. not too busy. Yeah, well, I'm really glad you came, and congratulations on everything. I'm so proud of you. This is. I feel like right after I met you guys, all this huge stuff happened in your life. It was and you. It, it to <laughs> totally. It, you are a good luck charm. Yeah, you are a But it was just so exciting for me to see like all this great stuff happening. And I feel like you guys were working hard, but like you I'm I'm always happy to see those types of things happen to people like you who like you're excited and a little bit surprised for each thing. Oh, like shocked. you're working towards surprised. it, but you're just like do you know what I mean? You don't Shocked. even expect it. You're just like, oh my gosh, this is so. It's you it's really crazy. appreciate them. Yeah. So oh, we really it's do. there's nothing. I mean, it, all of this is like Beyond. not normal. It, yeah. It's crazy. We can't even process yeah. it, any of it. It's just so unreal. Everything. Well, congrats! I'm so excited. Thank for you, guys. you so and I hope much. To see you soon because I need help. Yes. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> we're right coming over. and fixing. <laughs> I can think of literally four spaces. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and to my wonderful guests, Clea Shearer and Joanna Teplin. You can purchase their book, The Home Edit, A Guide to Organizing and Realizing Your House Goals, sold at Amazon.com or wherever good books are sold. And you can now also purchase their organization system at The Container Store. For more information on The Home Edit, follow them at The Home Edit and visit thehomeedit.com. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and tell a friend about the show. We will be back next Wednesday with another episode. Talk to you soon.